When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So here is the average salary that each generation says it needs to feel financially healthy. So four in 10 Americans say they feel financially unhealthy as prices remain high after a year of record-breaking inflation. But how much do you think you need to get financially uh, in order to feel healthy? Gen Z says they require an average salary of $171,000 to feel financially healthy, which is the highest income compared to older generations. So Gen Z says that you got to earn 171 grand to feel healthy. Millennials say 133 grand. Gen X, 112 grand. And baby boomers say 78 grand will do it. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I never wanted to ride with Gen Z, but I'm riding with Gen Z. Here's the thing. I know that everything is expensive. Trust me. Like, we're all feeling it. But I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who manages um, a bunch of Gen Zers. And every single one of them apparently believes they should make $100,000. $100,000 is the magic. Now, every single one of them thinks they should make $100,000, mm-hmm. no matter what their, no matter what their role is. That's just the number. It doesn't matter if they have a, a starting role or a senior role, or it doesn't have anything to do with how much they, what their job is or how much. It's just everybody wants at least $100,000. That's just it. And it's like, I, I mean, how do you explain to somebody that everybody doesn't get to make $100,000 right away? And, and, and that's the challenge that she's having. She's like, every single person comes in and goes, $100,000 or I'm out. And she goes, well, then uh, we wish you the best in your future endeavors. Because not everybody can, not every business can afford to pay everybody that much money, unfortunately. Um, but anyway, 
Okay. Well, That's wild. Silence from the peanut gallery. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I agree with Gen Z. But it's so funny because they come in with that attitude. They haven't interned. They haven't like worked they for sure free. Right. They haven't even really finished their courses. Like They took the class online and their their aunt probably right. did it for them. And they come in with that attitude. I, I love them for that. It's, it's a little... Yeah, it's, it's a, a confidence for me. It, yeah, it's a okay. swag for me. Like, you yeah. know, you just walk in a room. I deserve... It's the audacity for yeah, me. Yeah, I gotta live my soft life. You know, that's how they come in. Oh, you want to meet? Nah, I'm not feeling like it. Maybe well, next week. Uh, and I'm not crapping on anybody. I mean, oh. you know, everybody everybody has a right to to want to strive to make as much money as they possibly can. But unfortunately, it just doesn't happen like that. Uh, $171,000. That's a lot of money. Even today, I, that's a lot of money. And I, I don't know how yeah. the youngest generation... I mean, I realize things are more expensive, so they're probably thinking, well, I need that much money to live the same life that baby boomers did 30 years ago. Or what? I understand that, but it's like, where right. do you think that's coming from? And the other thing is, if everybody's making $171,000 out there, then everything is going to be wildly more expensive to you know what I mean. So then you're, you're the one seventy. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It not everybody can make two hundred grand a year. Sorry. Yeah, I, um, I don't think a lot of people truthfully see that number in their career or lifetime. You know what I mean? So to, to say I want to start at that. <laughs> I mean to strive for that is, is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I, I love to see you strive. But I'm just being realistic. Like as, a, as if you're going to start, if you're you know 23, 24 years old, whatever the age is for them to start in the workforce, that that number may not exist on, on day one at work. I'm just being real. But I'm not saying you're never going to reach it. I just don't think that that exists as a starting salary. Just being yeah, honest. I mean, I, there are doctors that I, some doctors, lawyers that maybe start around there or don't make that much, depending on you know how far they are along in their career. Resident doctors definitely don't. And so it's like, but but yet I, apparently the average person says that's what they should make on day one. I, I don't know how that works. But um, when asked how much savings these generations believe they need stashed away, the numbers drastically differs. The Gen Z, they want to make 171 grand a year, but they only have to have 100 grand in the bank, $105,000. Millennials say you need $349,000 in the bank. Gen X, 566 grand in the bank. And then the baby boomers say you need at least $764,000 in the bank, stashed away. Ooh, so I'm so yeah. poor. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm the. <laughs> I love how they. I love how the the baby boomers are like. Yeah, you need seven hundred thousand dollars, but my salary to live comfortably is only seventy seven thousand. Like that ain't gonna happen. The homie. math is not <laughs> math. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's not. It's not gonna work out that way. Um, <laughs> People are going off about this on the text eight five 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 nine one one zero three five. You can call the same number about the uh, the story that the Gen Z. Believe- I, I get all these. We we start doing lists of Gen this and Gen that. I also I start messing it up. Uh, Gen Z thinks they should make one hundred and seventy one thousand dollars in order to feel comfortable. And people are crapping all over them on the text. And look, I don't I don't mean to crap on Gen Z. I'm really not trying to do that. I just it just some of the stories that come out if they're accurate about expectations from the youngest generation. They just are so far from anything I experienced. And I consider myself decently okay successful not wildly successful by any means but like there's a process to all this and it doesn't happen all at once and then people get frustrated and they start saying well here's what i will and won't do and that's not going to work either um so i don't know it's i I don't know maybe some people deserve to get crapped on in every generation but i I just think that's crazy 170 if you don't make 171 thousand dollars and you're not financially comfortable 
I'm with Kiki though. I'm with Kiki. Like I love the boldness of it, like yeah. the confidence of it, because no one really ever talks about it like that. That way, you know mm. what I'm saying? People are like, yo, you gotta start from the bottom and wake your way up, and then finally you earn that money. But these guys are just like, hey man, I'm gonna get paid. Like it's so expensive in this world. Rent is okay. X amount of dollars. This is that amount of dollars. It's not. It's not baby boomer world where it's just like I went to college for. $5,000 and I bought a house for $10,000. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. But I mean, it's tell me a job, and I'm sure there's one, but tell me a job where you get paid $171,000 on your first day I mean, and you could say oh what about a pro athlete pro okay first of all that's like less than what 0.5 right. percent i'm making it up and also you want to talk about that's not a out of co- that's not out of college i just made a million dollars job that's i'm one of the best athletes in the world and i worked for my entire life and made incredible sacrifices and i'm, and I'm immensely gifted you know so it's not even like that was free I mean, you got to earn that too. You know, you don't just you don't just go to the NBA. You know, you like you don't just go to the right. NFL. You you got to work your way up to it, and and then you don't always get paid on day one. Um, and most people don't get paid on day one. I mean, doctors, lawyers, nurses, important people, teachers. They may never, some people may, may never make, most people may never make $171,000. And yet you're not going to be satisfied? That, to me, that's almost sad. Because that's like, you're going to live a miserable life if that's your expectation on day one. Yeah. And then are you bitter and mad the whole time that you're at work because you're not making that much? Because you made that number up? Like, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I don't mean to be an a-hole, but just because you say you want to make X does not mean a company can sustain in paying you that. It doesn't work that way. It's the delusion um, for me. Like they're de- the, it's a little hint of confidence, but it's also a lot of delusional in there. Well, they <laughs> and also, they just- <laughs> it's because like Gen Z, they hear every story. Like for for millennials and stuff like that, you hear that you know, oh, I've been working at a job for twenty years, I only make sixty thousand dollars. They'd be like, what? Mm-hmm. That's insane. Like it makes no sense that like, you've been with the job for so long, but you're only making X amount of dollars. So you know, there there has to be a starting point where you say, I, I need to make. This amount of money, I, I understand one hundred seventy thousand dollars is a lot of money to be making off the bat, but there's got to be some expectation to some some expectation to it. Uh, delusional. Someone texted, uh, you know, uh, work people, work your way up. Uh, I've been, I'm 57. I've been at my job for 20 years. I make $50,000 a year and I have no savings. I guess I'm completely screwed. Oh, yeah. That's yeah I, mean, that's, I think that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's what, yeah. It's about evolution, progress. Mm-hmm. Like, just because it's something that we're accustomed to and the norm of the world. Correct. Doesn't mean it has to be that way yes. forever. But they will try to at make least, it the norm. <laughs> right. Like, at least, you know, like, there's no... We're not accustomed to that. Like, we're accustomed to this is what you get paid and this is a process mm-hmm. and whatever. The world changed just like how the world changed from when our parents were young, right. you know? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but where does that money come from is what I'm saying. You know, it's like where... I, I mean, I can only give one example, and, and it pertains to, and it is more complicated than this. But you know, as a pilot, I pay attention to aviation, and people were worried that that their pilots weren't experienced enough in this country, even though Europe pilots are way less experienced uh, when they start. But they were like, oh, we want way more experienced pilots because we want fewer plane crashes. Okay, well, if you want way more experienced, more the, the way more experienced pilots cost more money. 
if, if you're going to make a pilot wait instead of 250 hours, you're going to make him wait to have 1,500 hours, then we're going to have to pay them a lot more because it takes a lot longer to get to that point. Well, they're paying pilots a ton of money, that plus a pilot shortage because there aren't enough qualified people. And now airline prices, that plus gas, are going through the roof and people are like, well, now I don't want to pay $1,000 to fly from L.A. to New York. Well, guess what? You wanted more experienced pilots, and this is just one, I mean, you know, an economist can, can pick me apart for this example, but it's like, but but now you don't want to pay for it. It doesn't work this way. It's not sustainable. Like, that's a, that is a, everyone can agree, $171,000 is a, is a is a lot of money. And the average job, the average company can't afford to pay everybody that. Not if they want to make it affordable, not if they want to make the, the business sustainable and, right. and something that other, everyone can afford. And by the way, if everybody gets paid $171,000 and then businesses close because they can't afford to pay everybody that, and well, then then no one makes anything. But, <laughs> but on the reverse side of it, it's also the, the, the situation where it's like companies like restaurants and stuff like that are like, we, we, can't, we can't hire anybody because nobody wants to work for what you want to pay. You know what I'm saying? You have to pay some sort of livable wage. I'm not saying $170,000 is the starting, but you, there, there is a wage that people need to survive on, and it's not what these yeah. people are offering, and that's why they, companies can't get anybody to work for them. Yeah. yeah, that's why people, are, I think, are job hopping, too. So I heard overheard my sister, who I guess is Gen Z, technically, at Easter, talking with her Gen Z friends who were over. And she was like, did you guys hear about this new term of, of I forgot what she called it, but it's the job hopping thing, where you stay at a company for two years, mm-hmm. you work, then you go to the next company, but you negotiate your salary, so you're getting more every time you leave every two years. Now, our parents' generation, that's unheard of. Right. You stay was, at the company. loyalty. Loyalty gets you For whatever. 20, right. 30 mm-hmm. years, and you retire and die. Like, that's what it was. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that's not no longer the norm so i think gen z is really like creating a whole new structure when it yeah. comes to that i'm not saying it's right or wrong i'm just saying that's what they're doing yeah because before it used to be like loyalty you work at a company for like 20 years you know you were good but now it's just like who's loyal to you work at a company for 20 years you're not getting you're not making any money where's the loyalty just because you stayed here it doesn't make any sense you know well I'm getting, someone's like, Fred, you're such a boomer. I'm, I'm really not. I just, I, I guess I look at this from my, I have, a, okay, whatever I am, I have enough experience to just look back and say, uh, it wasn't always easy. Uh, and I, you know, you had to take risk and you had to budget and you had to save and you couldn't have everything all right away. And I guess that's all I'm thinking about it. But, but then on the flip side, someone just texted, I get paid $110,000 as a nurse practitioner and I still live paycheck to paycheck at times. My yep. student loans and rent. I agree with that. See, yes. on the flip side, I get it. But, but that's an advanced degree, which God, the education is so expensive. That's another issue. Mm. We can go on and on about this, but yeah, I mean, I would agree. Someone like that um, deserves to have a little bit of of buffer in in the way that they live based on what they've put in, and, and that's not fair. But we're, remember, we're not talking about doctors and nurse practitioners. We're talking about according to whatever whoever they talk to for this survey. Everybody thinks one hundred and seventy one thousand dollars. I mean, I just I, I don't know. I don't. It just doesn't. It's, it's, it doesn't work that way, and I don't. I don't know that it will. But anyway, uh, I wish everyone luck. I hope everybody gets their one hundred and seventy one k. I really do. Uh, and then when you don't, and you're disappointed, and you don't have a job, I, I don't know what to say. But I hope you get it. I really, I sincerely, I hope you do. Um, and by the way, don't march into your boss's office today. And as I heard on Fred's show, that everyone's supposed to make one hundred and seventy one thousand dollars because I didn't say that. Uh, people are getting sick and tired of having subscriptions and cancellations of outpaced new subscriptions for digital memberships. Food 
of the month clubs and other purchases. Streaming services have been particularly impacted with cancellations for Netflix, Hulu, and HBO Max, and others up to 49%. In 2022, um, up, up, up 49% in 2022 from the previous year. About a third of respondents to a survey said their biggest financial mistake last year was paying for services they never used. Americans were also paying about $133 more than the $86 they thought they were paying for subscriptions each month. In your mind, do you know how much you're paying? Do you think you're right when you estimate in your head how much you're paying for subscriptions? Because I've got Netflix. I've got a bunch of stuff that I think comes with cable, but Mm -hmm. I pay the cable company for that. Mm -hmm. But then, like, um, I've been meaning for months to cancel... I decided I was going to become like a video editor back when we didn't have a video editor. <laughs> no one knew how to do it. Like we didn't have Kiki. Paulina wasn't doing it. I'm like, I'm going to teach myself Adobe. That was a fun era. Wow. Whatever. Yeah. What is it called? Uh, the uh, not edition. Oh, my God. Oh, Adobe Premiere. Well, you're yeah. in charge of it, so I would love no, it if you knew what it was called. I, I, I don't but, um, know my name today. I'm I'm really off today. Okay, no, that's all right. It's that's fine. Premier. I don't know who I am today. That's fine. So it's, yeah, anyway, so I paid Premier. like an extra sixty bucks a month to get it. Wow. And then for a little while, I was trying. I really was like getting into it, and then luckily you guys came along and and, and got good at it. So we don't have to, I don't have to do it myself. <laughs> Trust me, I'm used to a I'm used to a day where Angie and I I know were updating the website while we were talking on the radio. Like we've come a long way, yeah. folks. What we've, was that story you posted? <laughs> Accident. Wasn't there like a naughty like Disney story oh or something that you guys posted? I don't remember. Uh, we should call Cougar Bay and ask him the details. But it was something about like porn or something. Um, it was something about like Disney something, and I didn't. I hadn't like fully looked at the website, so I, I'm like, go to our website, and post it. I'm literally hosting a show and updating the website at the same time because there were two people that worked on this show, and then everyone starts texting and calling and like laughing and freaking out. And apparently, it was like it was like cartoon Sesame Street porn. Oh my god, that's that why I we had have to posted. take all these trainings. Right. I should have left yeah. it up though. I think it was very popular. You got a lot of clickbait. Yeah, we did that day. You're a multitasking king, though. Shout out. But I'm still paying for that stupid thing, and it's expensive. You gotta cancel it. Because yet again, the company doesn't pay for that. So I have to, uh, I gotta go cancel that. (laughs) But I don't know. And then my other thing is, I might use it. I might use it. So I keep it. Yeah. Do you guys, can you think, I, mean, I think people do that with the gym all the time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got the gym thing going. They're like, I should cancel, but they don't have to re-sign up when I decide to go. So I'll just keep it, you know, because I'm going to go. I'm totally going to go. It's hard to get out of the gym ones, though. It's almost like you're in a game. You got oh, yeah. to write a letter, yeah, like you gotta, certified yeah. mail. You got to beg for forgiveness. Exactly. Right. It has to be signed <laughs> by the, uh, the the county treasurer. Right. And <laughs> good luck finding that person. and everything. Yes. I'm like, just to say, I want to cancel this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to send copies to like your congressman, and right. yeah, it's, it's the whole thing. The bloods and the crips. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but people are—they're uh, sick and tired of their subscriptions, and they have no idea what they're spending their money on. Uh, and I believe that because at, a, at any given time, you're like, like I, I've had a Calm subscription for years. Uh, the, really? the, app, the app for meditation. Yeah, really? I, and I, I very rarely use it. And but yet I'm like, ah, it's what is it? It's ninety bucks a year, sixty bucks. I don't know. I'll probably use it. Yeah. I need to keep it because if I don't keep it, then I won't use it, and then I don't. No, ninety dollars. I'm I'm scared to buy a ninety nine cent app. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's like upgrade for a dollar, no, thank you. I'll keep, right. the, I'll keep the free version. I want the watermark yes. right there on my yes. and everything I post. Right. Yeah, I'll keep your logo on yes. it. Yes. By the way, can someone either text or call? Is a Benjamin here today, or is he on vacation? Uh, he's running a little late, but I can grab the phone. My mom says to me when I, I was with her this week, and she says, um, "Your intern Benjamin is on vacation a lot." I'm like, "Yeah, it's, it's an interesting fact." <laughs> 
He takes he's taken more vacation days this year than I have uh, in the last two years. Yeah, <laughs> actually, can someone please explain to me? Um, what is the scam? I don't know how I got to this, but what is the scam where people, random numbers just text you, hello, or how are you? Do you get this? I'll get random texts, or I'll get a text that is clearly for someone else. It'll be like, Anna, is the report done? What? From a number I don't know. Oh. And I'm looking, I'm like, like I, I, obviously they want a response, but like, what's the hook? Are you not? You guys don't get maybe, this. I maybe do. they're gonna try to. It's kind of like when you answer the phone. You never want to say like when you have a conversation with these people. You never want to say yes to anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, to just uh, mm-hmm. you don't want to to say yes because they could use your voice to say like you know they could fix it to make you saying yes to anything. So maybe it's the same way text message wise. They could they could edit the text to make it say hey do you approve this two thousand dollar charge on your card? Yes. Is it that simple? Oh, then I'm keeping my Adobe account open. <laughs> <laughs> I learn how to Photoshop. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I was, I've been meaning to ask that question. Like, what, what is the scam? I, I don't know. Like, I get it if they send you a link and you click on it. I get mm-hmm. that. Right. You don't click on links you don't know. I get if they call you, they can record you. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I was trying to figure out, like, what's the scam when you just get this? Because I get them maybe like two times a week. It'll just be, it, it looks as though it's intended for someone else. Mm-hmm. But I know there's, because I get enough of them that I'm like, this is the thing. Like, someone's trying to get me. I know. You've been on a lot of dates, Fred. Maybe they're... <laughs> yeah, but the people, who me, the, the people whose number I don't have anymore would, like, send me the middle finger. And then I would know that it was a former dater. They wouldn't write me and say, hello. <laughs> no one sends a text message that says, hello. Um, the report done is oh, wild. Yeah. Hey, Marv. What's your theory, Marv? Good morning. Um, I, like, those texts you said you were talking about, like, those hello texts, I get those all the time. And I'm very much just like, is this someone that I like hooked up with in the past? And I deleted the number, and I'm like, who is this? And because like it's a bunch of random numbers, and I'm just like, I delete them really quickly because I'm married now, and I don't need my husband seeing that. See, like, who are all these random people? <laughs> oh yeah, we don't, want, like, ah, we don't, don't want that. Occasionally, no. I will go look up the area code to see if it's like a region from someone I recognize. But no one texts me that I used to date. Hello. <laughs> it's either like 2 a.m., what are you doing? Which they know what I'm doing. I've been asleep for four hours. Right. Or, um, <laughs> it, you know, it's like, F you, I hate you, you're terrible. And it's never, greetings. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. I don't think so. But I, I, the people are texting that they get these things, too, and they don't know what it's for. But, Marv, I, I yeah, wish you the best, man. Maybe, what, yeah, this is my advice to you, Marv. If you had a pro- prolific social life that's what we're going to call it a prolific social life and i have had a prolific social life in my life i when i get married i'm changing my phone number i'm just changing the phone number i'm and i'm only giving it to the people in this room my wife and my mom and my sister and that's it and we're starting from scratch because we don't need any unintended casualties you know what i'm saying like we don't need the situation you're describing marv where you get a text from someone from the past that you didn't even ask for we don't need it I just I've had this number since I was like in high school. Right. I'm not trying to change all that, and I'm just like I. Uh, well, I feel I the same way, but I'm like someday I just don't. I don't need somebody from ten years ago being like, "Hey, baby," you know. And, and I'm, I'm like, "No, baby." Uh, thank you, Marv. Have a good day. You'll be all right. Like I never should have gotten married. You were the best I ever had, kind of thing. Like I, I, those are going to start pouring oh, in here. Pretty soon. That's exactly what's going to happen. Those are going to start pouring in pretty soon.
Because the timing works. Because like uh-huh. people my age, from when I was in my twenties, are starting to get divorced. Oh, and then I, I dated a lot when I was in my thirties. I dated a lot in my twenties, and a lot of those people went off and got married. So they'll start getting divorced soon, and they'll start calling me. I don't wish that on yeah. them, but statistics will show. So they're yeah. like Kiki, second marriage, like they're going for the second round. Yeah, no, they're come. They're, they're they're like, hey, remember me? I know I get a few of those every now and again. I'll be like, oh yeah. Like, yeah, well, it didn't work out. What? Like, well, he'll, res- he'll respond to those right away, but he won't respond to, oh, hello. Re- re- <laughs> well, no, that one, done. <laughs> give me some context. I don't, hello. 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 Maybe, and- maybe it's, a, maybe it's a, a young child trying to reach out, Fred, you know, that uh, you might have. No, that would oh, be like, they'd send like money bags if that were the case. <laughs> money bag emojis is what they would send. They'd if send it a, a cash request like uh, 50 cents, son. <laughs> yeah. No, trust me. I think, I think if it were a, 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 a strange child that I was unaware of, I feel like there'd be a little more information there. Like, hey, Dad. Uh, <laughs> Michael. Hi, Michael. How you doing? Hey, everyone. What's the, what's the scam where someone random just texts you hello? So they send that text message to, like, every single possible phone number combination, and then they collect all the responses so that they know there's a real person at the other end of that phone number, huh. and now they have a list of actual phone numbers of actual people that they can sell for a higher price to the, scape, to the uh, other side. Oh. Okay. So when they send the one that's like, Anna, you know... Uh, is your you know whatever when when it it looks like it's intended to be for someone else that's just to get you to go I'm not Anna or whatever as if you were helping that person out but really they're just trying to establish that there's a human on the other end hmm exactly well, Michael th- are you in the CIA how do you know this <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about it okay there you go he's the, the one sending the text right. Michael. he either, he either got scanned or he scammed this guy Michael yeah uh, somebody tracked this oh wait a minute this man's numbers all blanked out how, uh-huh. how'd you do that Michael, no, have a good day, man. <laughs> I can't tell you. Hey, Lexi. Good morning, guys. How are you? Hi, Lexi. Good morning. You got hacked because of a message like that? What happened? Yes. yes. So um, I got a text, the same thing with the hey, Anna, whatever, who are you? And then I just responded, sorry, wrong number. And like the next day, my phone, you know, it, it, like my apps kept closing and, I'm, and I had to switch my like say this i had to switch from my phone to android for because my phone was messed up so the only loaner phone i had was you know an android so i was using the android and then went back to iphone after all of this mess but um yeah my phone got hacked and like they were literally and that was because i don't click on emails i don't click on links the only odd thing that i did was switch from my phone to android and respond to that number that's saying hey i'm not whoever you're looking for and then my uh my whatsapp was like they literally had control of all my phone and mm. they had my dude a baby obviously they were on my phone nudes lexi you heathen <laughs> you're a dirty girl know, right <laughs> and um then they were like texting this random number on whatsapp asking because me and my husband um you know the, the pictures of us uh, like saying like if i was trying to have a, a hire somebody to have a threesome with me and my <gasps> husband oh, what and then they, they like yes it was so scary then they started sending me pictures of my brother-in-law's houses t- telling me that they were gonna kill it was the scariest thing Whoa. ever how did you resolve it well i just i had to switch my number and then it all it all just went away. Yeah, but yeah. And my husband's wow. a cop, so he's like, "Oh, you responded to something you clicked on." I'm like, "No, I didn't." And then I told him, "I was like, oh my god, I responded to a random text." So I have no clue how they what 
what in the world they did. But yeah, do not respond because wow. yeah, I had to switch my phone number. Lexi, so what yeah. I'm hearing now is like we have caller ID, so I have your number. So if I text you, you'll send me nudes. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> is that not true? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, your husband's a okay, cop, so right. I gotta get going now. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're we're open, so he's fine. Oh, oh. Yo, she man, you weren't looking for that yeah, other person. Yeah, for that threesome. That, well, actually, that, that <laughs> may have worked out okay for you. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not from a random person. Yeah, you can text us know. anytime. Eight five 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 nine one one zero three five. All right, Lexi, have a good day. I'll DM you them. Uh, oh. Hey. Okay. All right, Lexi. Let's see. We'll see what we're working with, Lexi. Thank you. Have a nice day. Bye, you too. The Fred Show is on. Yeah. Fred's Fun Fact. Fred's Fun Fact. Learn so much. Now, this doesn't apply, I'm sure, to every store, but did you know the apples that you buy at the supermarket? Might be almost a year old. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> How? How? Apples uh, yeah. well, How? Well, no, but still. How many apples do you buy? A year? And the then f- they just go bad in three days at my house? Right. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is I feel like apples, they take forever to go bad. Um, the fruit that you buy at the grocery store isn't as fresh as you think it is. Frankly, um, thanks to the picking, shipping, and storing process, the apples that you find at your local store might already be a year old by the time you pick them up. The U.S. Department of Agriculture explains how they managed to make it so long, writing to slow the proverbial sands of time, some fruit distributors treat their apple bins with a gaseous compound. Methyl cyclopropane. Yes. Propane. Mm-hmm. One MCP. It extends the fruit's post storage quality by blocking ethylene, a colorless gas that naturally regulates ripening and aging. So they got some something they do. Air it out. I don't know what they do. Wow. Whatever I just said they do. Whatever that is. The one MCP, guys, makes it so that your fruit might be a year old. Damn. The other thing I saw on TikTok yesterday, God, I feel like this is, I feel like this show should be called the TikTok Reports because, um, is all the things you're supposed to do to prep fruit when you get home from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to wash the crap out of it. Yeah. Grapes, you're supposed to, um, you're supposed to put like water and salt. And then the salt is an abrasive to get the waxy coating, which is a pesticide off the outside of the grape. And then you, mm-hmm. then you wash them again to get the salt. All this, I don't do half of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Sometimes really? I just eat it. Oh, you don't wash? <laughs> you got wash, buddy. Like well, a little rinse, but I mean, we ain't putting yeah. it in no, what you say? Uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you ain't getting salt no salt bath. bath. Right, no salt bath. And then some people rinse. putting like berries and like vinegar. And oh, yeah, the buggies crawl out. Yeah. Water, yeah. and then they wash it a lot, soak for a while, but not too long, and then wash it off, all this stuff. Uh, yeah, I might I might just run it under the sink real quick, and then yeah. boom. Mm. I've eaten way worse. They sell a natural like fruit and veggie wash at Trader Joe's that yeah. I buy. We have yeah. that, too. Okay, uh-huh. I see you. Yes. <laughs> I see you, Rufio's. We do have that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is it. My someone just texted. I knew this. My grandpa was a farmer. He says it's all produce. Yeah. Uh, if we go into a drought, we would be screwed. Uh, well, I don't know because they got year old apples just hanging around. Right. So we, I guess we'd be, <laughs> we'd be all right. I guess. Wake up. More Fred show next. The Fred show is on. Everybody. Let's go. 
Um, oh, yes, Rufio. Why are you upset with me on TikTok? You've had plenty of time to figure it out. You're not watching the things I send you, Fred, and it upsets me. Okay. I send you things all the time. You don't watch them. And how do I know you don't watch them? Because you send me the same videos oh. that you watch well, back to me. Isn't that sweet, though? <laughs> I sent you one about the old school J.C. Penny catalog. You sent that one to me. I sent you the one about the Milwaukee Brewers flyover in the closed stadium. You sent that back to me. Well, There's like three videos. The last- isn't that sweet? You know that I didn't watch yours, but yet when I did see it, I thought you might like it, That's- and you thought and I might least, like it. At least if you're not going to watch it, just just uh, how could just I not- double tap the heart? You know what I'm saying? Just, just pretend tap to make it. But I didn't like watch it, it, so I don't know. I I wouldn't have known what you sent me. So, you know what I mean? It's not like I watched it and then sent you the same video again. I just, I I don't know. Like, right now I have a hundred. If I get into TikTok, it says like a hundred notifications of different. And I don't know what all that is. I don't know what that is. It's people following oh, me. Oh, yeah, it follows, people mention And then you. the messages are in there, too, and all they this like stuff. So I don't, yeah, so I don't always get to it. So, but yeah, I thought, man, Rufio would like this. Rufio would like that. Well, apparently you thought the same thing. That's why we're brothers. <laughs> The other thing is, I haven't spent three hours a day on TikTok, so I don't know what's in there. Because I, I don't have time. I don't have time for that. And that says a oh, lot. That's the first place I go is to my messages. To see what Kaylin sent and Jason sent and you sent Fred. And But you sent them to me, Fred. I will double tap them because like, oh. I like that. Well, I've seen it because well, I sent you. it to you. <laughs> We're good. I'm glad. Scroll up. Yeah. I'm like, you like the ones I send you, I feel like. When I get to it, I get to <laughs> yeah. it. But I'm not like I'm not spending three hours a day on there. So that's part of why I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh my god. <laughs> the guy who literally has been on TikTok for nine hours so far this week is angry with me because I'm sexually active. Yeah. <laughs> Not this week I haven't been, but still, just in general, just overall, I am. I just, you know, you send it. I was like, oh, I think Fred would really like this. Send it. Well, clearly I did because I sent it to you. <laughs> and then so, you sent me the same video three days later. Hey, you should feel validated. I did like it because I thought you would like it. So good. So we're all on the same page. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studio and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.